I'm David Webb, Director of Investments at JMBA Financial Advisors in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're recording this discussion on June 21st, 2022. Joining me for the conversation is John Foster, a Senior Advisor and Investment Strategist, and also a senior member of JMBA's Investment Committee. Thanks for being here with me today, John. Yeah, thanks for having me, David. John, the Fed hiked rates last week by the largest amount in nearly 30 years. What opportunities have opened up for savers who, for the better part of the last decade, had grown accustomed to staring at paltry yields? Yeah, David, I think the Fed, you know, they're what, in their fight uh, against inflation, they're what we would call behind the curve. You know, they've really been following around for about the last two decades now, the two-year note. And the two-year note's all the way up at 3.2% for a two-year treasury. And the Fed, even after the rate hike, is sitting at about a percent and a half uh, on Fed funds. And so there's no surprise that rates are going higher uh, because the Fed is simply trying to get Fed funds close to that two-year treasury. And they still probably have about 150 basis points of hikes to go to get there. But it's really had very little impact on the bond market. So in the last two Fed meetings, the Fed has hiked interest rates by 1.25%, but a 10-year treasury is only up about 0.15% or 15 basis points uh, while the Fed's done those hikes. So the bond market is well uh, priced in these, these rate hikes. The good thing for investors, though, now is that these higher yields Uh, You have a two-year treasury at 3.2%, a five-year at 3.4%, and a 10-year at about 3.3%. And so after savers forever got punished with uh, paltry yields, we're seeing yields on bonds go up, better opportunities for investors. And with Fed funds going up now, and that'll impact very short-term interest rates, that'll actually help uh, money markets and savings Uh, balances be able to earn better yield than we've seen in the past too, uh, where there's really been kind of this, you know, no alternative uh, with bonds. And then that had been forcing money, uh, chasing returns and other asset classes, uh, whether that be stocks or cryptocurrencies or other things, but money was forced out of cash uh, to seek return elsewhere. Right. So, so this is just one of the things that in talking with investors, we hear a lot, you know, is just how, how bonds can uh, be priced to do fairly well, even with the anticipation of the Fed hiking rates. So it, it sounds like definitely there's some opportunities for people that have spare cash that don't necessarily want to put it in the market to look at a variety of alternatives given their time horizons. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, correct. And, and something that just hasn't been available really almost since 2008 uh, when the Fed first began cutting Fed funds down uh, to below 1%. So we're finally seeing yields that, you know, have a crooked number in front of them with, you know, 3% across the yield curve and then mortgages and other things even higher yet. So a good opportunity to actually earn money in fixed income uh, for the first time in a while. Sure. And, and it's really the the fears over inflation and the Fed being a little bit behind the curve that has led to investors worrying about how far they might need to hike rates. And that's no doubt the primary you know, reason behind this market's volatility um, and, and just the sort of the, the, the negativity that we've seen surrounding stocks in the last three months or so uh, since the Fed really did begin to, to hike um, at a much more aggressive pace. So um, if, if stock investors really haven't begun to capitulate yet and, and you know, from everything we've seen, 
Um, you know, people are are experiencing higher levels of anxiety around stocks, but um, I, I, you know, it doesn't feel like everyone's just thrown things, thrown the towel in. And I, I guess, John, what do you, what do we need to see, right? What do investors need to see uh, for the drumbeat of all this negativity surrounding stocks to now begin to ease? Yeah, I think there's a few things that, you know, are really starting to work in the favor of investors. And then there's maybe one or two things that maybe will still play out here uh, as we move through the year. But sentiment's gotten very negative. Uh, you know, people were, were excited about stocks uh, coming off the lows in 2020 into 2021. Uh, now, obviously, investor sentiment's gotten negative, which actually sets the table pretty well for better performance moving forward. Valuations have gone from expensive on equities down to about average. Uh, so certainly we're seeing better uh, valuations uh, in the equity market. Um, and then just kind of overall, uh, market seasonality will be a bit more favorable here in the second half of the year, uh, being as it's a midterm election year. Probably the biggest challenge is we've seen earnings estimates come down here for the second quarter to about 4%. But the second half of the year, uh, earnings estimates are still for earnings growth of about 10%. And that just might prove to be a bridge too far. And a lot of that might actually play out here in the next month or so uh, as companies release earnings and then talk about their forward guidance. Uh, and perhaps those second half estimates would come down. Uh, but that would probably be the last thing uh, to, to really, you know, maybe set up for a good buying opportunity in terms of uh, an unknown out there that would then become a known. Uh, right now, peak to trough, you know, the market's dropped about 24%, a typical bear market with a recession. And we haven't had a recession yet, but a bear market with a recession is 30% in the last nine months. And we're six months into this. So from a duration standpoint, a sentiment standpoint, a valuation standpoint, things have gotten a lot better uh, for equity investors. And, and we're probably nearing a pretty good entry point here. Uh, the one thing might still be, though, earnings estimates coming down. Uh, that would then be, you know, kind of all the negatives could then be known, perhaps. Sure, sure. And that's that's very helpful perspective. Um, I guess before we go, John, uh, are there other silver linings in the current environment or additional developments that you haven't shared that might unfold in the back half of this year um, that, that you could offer that the, the JMBA Investment Committee feels might be a little bit underappreciated in the current environment? Yeah, I think there's a few things. You know, I mentioned seasonality. A midterm election year will typically have uh, a, a choppy, uh, flat to slightly negative first half of the year. And then about August, seasonality tends to turn positive as people uh, start to handicap election outcomes and move beyond that. Um, you know, there were a lot of negative factors, really, the first half of this year, higher rates, high inflation, uh, the onset of war. And as those kind of fade and the Fed gets, you know, closer to from behind the curve to more neutral on policy, the, the rate hikes will be behind us. Uh, inflation is showing signs, at least, of peaking here, uh, you know, over the summer months. And so that could perhaps go from a negative to, to seeing some better inflation prints. And then there's things even in a rocky environment that, you know, our frequent review of portfolios can provide, you know, things like tax loss harvesting, 
uh, to lessen investors' tax burden and really set people up for good uh, net after-tax returns uh, when the market does return uh, uh, return to posting positive returns. That's a great recap of many of the things we've we've talked about. Uh, thanks so much for the conversation today, John, and thank you very much for listening in today. We hope you'll visit jmba.com and tune into our other podcasts and videos where we cover both investment and financial life planning topics. Thank you for your continued trust in JMBA, not just as your financial advisor, but also as your advocate. Please reach out if you need anything at all. You can find our contact information at jmba.com. Important disclosure information. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Therefore, it should not be assumed that future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or undertaken by JMBA financial advisors or any non-investment related services, will be profitable, equal any historical performance levels, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. A copy of our current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request. The scope of the services to be provided depends upon the needs of the client and the terms of the engagement. Please see important disclosure information at www.jmba.com disclosure.